0: what's up y'all it's your girl kb and you are listening to the heart combos podcast where we believe it's not a hard conversation it's a heart conversation as always i'm joined by my amazing co-host raffinay who is a licensed counselor and happens to be one of my best friends what's up raffinay hey girl hey so check it we're trying, you know, a couple of new things, you know, with the podcast, trying to get a little bit of a intro, you know, set in place that isn't redundant <laughs> and also kind of gives people a snapshot of what we do what we're about. And so we're trying to have the hard conversations about any and everything. And I am so excited about this week's topic because... It's a topic, well it's actually a couple of topics that came to the surface during the break. So we weren't doing the podcast, didn't have an opportunity to get together to talk about it, but we are now going to talk about it in this episode. Those topics being, can your friends date your ex? Along with the question, can men and women be friends? So, uh, I mentioned these topics and questions in some video content I did online in the blog series on Instagram, and uh, there was just a lot of, a lot of (laughs) response. People had differing opinions about all of it, and Raphne just found her way into the comment section on uh, one of, I don't know if it was both of the posts, but at least one of the posts, and was like, I don't agree. (laughs) Just straight up, like, I don't agree, and since her doing that, we've had some requests from people saying like we want to hear you and rap and they talk about this because she don't agree with you and most people don't agree with me anyway about my stance <laughs> or half this stuff so you will be representing majority probably of the people who hear my content and be like yeah she crazy she crazy so we're going to talk about that today how you feeling about the topic at hand fine I'm ready <laughs> ready fine and ready okay well you better be fine and ready because uh, we going we going there and I'm not holding nothing back You better not hold nothing back either. I want all of it. Um, um, Which one you want to? I'm gonna let you pick. Which one you want to jump into first?
1: Well, I just want to say this before we jump into either of these topics. Um, I'm sure the people want to know how you're doing post funeral and stuff. I just want to start out by saying I've been waiting for this moment because I didn't say this to you. When I got on the internet, swallow your water. When I got on the internet and I saw the steel, I was like, what the hell is she doing naked on the internet? <laughs> you saw the what? When I saw the steel shot from your grief video, I was like, what is oh. this? <laughs> so I press play and it's your knees. And I was like, what? did Mike see this I was in a place I was in a place too honey I was like Listen. what is going on and then I see your face and I was like we're in a whole shower and she don't got on like the bathing suit like the hair tutorial videos when they you know still got on clothes I was like okay um amen <laughs> Oh,
0: OK. All right. So for those of y'all who are listening, who know, you know, if you know, you know, if you don't know, <laughs> let me catch you up. OK, <laughs> let me catch you up. So um, the last year and a half has just kind of been super hard and difficult in a lot of ways. Part of the difficulty has come with the seasons of grief I found myself in as a result of losing my mom's mom, um, my husband's grandmother. Um, and grandfather within three months of themselves, um, finding out my mom, uh, had a heart attack in May, in March, sorry. Um, finding out at the top of the year, my dad was having a second bout of cancer, um, in his body. And so just a lot of things that I had not processed well. Um, I am the type of person that just kind of gets busy, stays busy and just like continues to keep moving. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Um, I got the news that... Mike, my husband, his grandfather was had died. And I just feel like with his death, with the death of his wife this past year, what happens is it opens up this wave of grief that's not all just about them, but about all these other things I've not taken the time to grieve. And so I was in such a low place. It was probably the lowest place I've probably either been in a very long time or ever been. I don't find myself in these depressive states often. And so I was in this just very low just no motivation to do anything and all I could do was weep I just wept and at one point I called Raffiné and I was like Raffiné I'm about to be naked because I need to get in the shower it she's like okay I'm like and I low-key just feel like because Mike Mike had left Omari was gone I'm in this house by myself I had been in hours of grief at that point already like weak in my body hadn't eaten it it's just like if I am alone I just don't know what will happen so I'm going to need you to stay on the phone with me. So she did and I cried and she said nothing. It She just sat with me as much as she could via phone. And so when I hung up with her, that's why I already had this phone in the shower one. And when I hung up with her, I was like, you know, this moment right now, um, part of processing through where I'm at, it would probably be helpful to just document it, not to like create the space, but like just document what's already happening in the space. And so I did. I just turned the camera on and... At the moment, I didn't have like this huge vision in my head for what it was going to be. It was just, let's just see. And then I put the camera on the sink and proceeded to try to get ready. Because I thought I was like at the end of the wave and was like, all right, I'm about to be back in my regular life and post it and stuff. Nope. (laughs) It was like back in the bed. And so I was like, this is just cyclical. Like, it's just, this is just dumb. And I can't get out of it. I can't shake it. So when I look back at the footage, I was like, oh, this might actually be something. So that's why I was naked on IG. Why Raffiné was concerned. (laughs) Because she was concerned. Yep. That is, that is all.
1: I wasn't even concerned about the grief. I was concerned about you being naked on the World Wide Web. I
0: know. I know. It was just my kneecaps. (laughs) It was just my kneecaps. (laughs) <laughs> okay, anyway, how am I doing since then? I'm well um, We buried uh, Jack on Monday And he was um, in the military Monday before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Yep, and so he was in the military And the army did an incredible job honoring him um, And yeah, I mean, that man has fought in, like, every situation Like, concentration camps, D-Day, um, World War Two, Like, just all kinds of situations and so he um good man loved God loved his wife well so at the funeral they kept saying they were like yeah Jack. Mark's probably looking at Jack like hey what took you so long <laughs> to get up here but um, I'm glad that they are together now uh, with Jesus and now so I'm better I'm in a better place I'm not under the wave anymore I'm sure the wave will come again but I'm hoping that at that point I'll have some experience of like going through the wave a few times not that I'll it'll make it easier as much as I'll just have more of a grip on like what's happening (laughs) versus when you don't really wrestle with grief those first few times you do it can be like I have am I losing my mind like what's happening um so I'm hoping that I'll be able to identify oh this is grief and I need to let this wave come and go so that's me Thanks for, <laughs> oh, thanks yeah. for asking. Alright, so let's just jump into this. So tell me. Why don't you
1: think it's okay for your friends to date your ex? The answer is simple. <laughs> and the answer is it is inappropriate. It Get is up not out inappropriate. of inappropriate. This is my turn. Oh sorry. Get up out of here. Get out of my ex's face. Find your own boo thing. Find you a new boo thing. A, a person that ain't been up in my face. So, but they're not th- your boo anymore. It's still my it's still Sorry. my turn. Sorry. So, I here's I think the thing for me when I think about this. So you asked me a question when we talked about this offline of like, well, what if it's been six years and eighty years and twelve years that they. George just gravitated towards one another. So my brain doesn't go there. When I hear about somebody dating my ex, I'm thinking about somebody that's like, like, hey, this was my boo. You my friend. Me and this boo broke up. You still my friend. And then you my friend came to me telling about, hey, I think I like your ex, boo. Wait, what? Since when? When did you start liking my ex, boo? Lots of questions. So for me, I think it's a... More of a current, like this is a recent event, and you were around when me and said boo were a thing. Um, and I think it, one of your posts talked about it being like possessive or trying to be controlling, or or you owning I think that's the word you use owning a person. I said or something. they don't
0: belong to you, yeah, is that's what I owning.
1: said. So I don't have this concept or this idea that I own someone. I do... I I just... I believe that there are, for me, certain lines and boundaries that I would not be willing to cross. So I would not be interested in dating exes of my friends because, honestly, I just don't even think my brain would go there. Like, if if you dated one of my friends in my mind you would be off limits and I wouldn't even see you in that kind of way like I would see you as oh so-and-so used to date them my friends Jojo used to date them so I think because that is my own perception then I would not be interested in having that from one of my friends either it would Mm -hmm. it would raise a lot of questions for me Mm-hmm. just about like how did this happen when did this happen and where am I being brought into to to this conversation of I like this person or we think we want to be together or we think we want to date and all that it just the the thought of that is like how do you get there and so personally I'm uninterested in that and so that's why my answer is no because I'm like No, you can have that every day. Here's
0: the thing. I think that people share your perception. So I don't think that you are alone in that. And I think a lot of it has to do with this unknown of, well, when did you get interested? Were you interested? Like during the same time that we were dating, have you always been trying to get with this person? Like all of the thoughts are motivated to me by this, these negative intentions. And so that's why I can't champion this idea of, nah, the rule is you can't date the ex because none of it is motivated from this place of believing the best of either person or wanting the best for either person. Now, it's one thing if you dated a jerk and you're like to your friend, like, nah, I'm not okay with you dating him because he's a jerk. He was a jerk. He's still a jerk. (laughs) You get what I mean? It's another thing for you to be dating someone it not work out and but then if by not working out with you for you to write that person off to anyone who knows you I'm just like that sucks because what if, if there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with them like and so y'all both have had time to grow and mature I don't But do all y'all...
1: the people in the world there's so many people in the whole world
0: I'm not even talking about anybody in the world. I'm talking about the people who I'm talking about the people in your community. I
1: know, but you said that like there are so many people in my community that there are not more options.
0: I'm not saying that there are more options, but let's just say, if you if you if you believe in this idea that there is someone for everyone, and if you're not the one, that's fine. But if your friend is the one, why can't why can't that be a thing? And your friend not thinking about this person like. Again, whenever I have this conversation, people want me to play out all these different scenarios, which I'm fine with because that's how my brain works. But they're like, does it happen immediately after? Is it like, okay, five years later, like they ran into each other or life brought them together under different circumstances. And I used to be close to her, but I'm not close to her anymore. Like there are all these things. And in my mind, I'm thinking if people go into the dating process of like getting to know someone, okay, I like you, you like me, cool. We get together, we're learning things about one another, things are coming to the surface. And the only reason why we probably wouldn't make it is if, like, and if both people are stand-up people, like, no cheating. I'm not talking about somebody cheated. I'm not talking about somebody did somebody dirty. Like, I'm talking about two healthy adults, like, that just, hey, I don't know that are past our line. You want to do this, and it doesn't really conflict what I want to do, or you have really strong ambition here, and what I want to do maybe you know what I'm saying like runs up against that in a way that we can't really put together so it just doesn't look like this is going to this is a good fit for us why can't that stand-up guy be good for your friend who what they do does compliment each other really well or like I just don't understand what the issue is again if we're not talking about owning people they don't belong to you so I don't understand why you get to say who they can and cannot be with if the person is not a jerk <laughs> if y'all's relationship ended amicably is that what the word is mm-hmm. like what is the issue I'm not talking about these drama filled, you know what I'm saying like wives of Atlanta like I'm not talking about that stuff I'm talking about just healthy normal people who d- it just didn't work out and if they a good person even like I'm like don't nobody break up with somebody like for decent reasons everybody always breaking up with people because their heart got broke they was trash they was like you know, what I'm saying? and in that case, I'm like, well, then y'all just don't know how to date healthily because I think that's a whole nother conversation. And that also is a part of my stance is that if people knew how to date more healthily, then I don't think all these hearts would be broken and people wouldn't have all this and built up animosity and all these grudges. And, you know, what I'm saying like towards people because like, yo, it didn't work out. But again, people don't know the boundaries, expectations. <laughs> they out here just giving themselves to people in ways that they probably shouldn't like, you know, what I'm saying like until so now they feel exposed or whatever so when it doesn't work out you feel like this person has taken a whole piece of you because you gave themselves yourself to them in a way that you probably shouldn't too soon and not all of that has to do with just physical. I'm not talking about just like sex or whatever but like mentally and emotionally people are just dumping their whole selves into other people who have yet to make a commitment to them and so when that person decides like hey I don't want to stay now you feel like ah like you know so it's like how can people get into the habit of like dating and walking alongside of people in ways that are healthy, paced? You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, you're getting on a tangent. With,
0: so, just, whatever.
1: So, honestly, though, even with what you're saying, I still don't think the blanket answer is yes. The blanket answer isn't no either. The blanket answer is probably maybe. Because even you're saying people ask me all these scenarios and da da da. I'm talking about two healthy people which is still a specific scenario and yeah. and and at the end of the day i think if the question is can is it okay for somebody for your friend to date your ex it sounds like the blanket answer is maybe because it sounds like it's at the end of the day it's situational like if it's been 5 mm-hmm. years or if if we ended both in a healthy place healthy and place. it was mm-hmm. mutual and we're okay with it or mm-hmm. if he's a jerk and he's still a jerk then the answer should be no but if he's not a jerk it's so yeah. then maybe we can agree to, to the compromise of the blanket answer is maybe and, and what if
0: your friend what if your friend did have was was thinking like oh he's a he's cute he's a great guy they're together off limits i have no intentions like i'm moving i'm moving on with my life living my best life fine but then and so you when you address your friend again this is one of those scenarios like what if I asked well when did you start liking him was like well I liked him while y'all was dating but it wasn't the thing it wasn't a thing then like I thought he was a great guy thought he was handsome whatever you know what I'm saying like but I never moved on that or whatever because I respected y'all's relationship dynamic and wanted what was best for y'all you get what I'm saying like which again I think again there's this threat like can you be can you acknowledge that somebody is like a great person attractive like There would be interest there if there was, if the interest was mutual, but if the interest ain't mutual, then it's like, not doing nothing with this. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, I just, again, I think people are just, I I agree with what you're saying. Maybe the blanket answer is maybe, right? Well, maybe not, (laughs) you know, based on all the different scenarios that could be playing themselves out. I just wish people were more open to the idea of believing (laughs) the best like in their friendships you know what i'm saying like with folks and not assuming that if this were to ever happen and my friend wanted to date my ex if that says something about my friend and that she this or that or she had intention or she was trying to be with him the whole time because again people like i just think the idea of of a friend dating someone's ex really just brings up every insecurity that that person has like well why her and what's wrong with me and what she this and now i'm questioning everybody's motives like it's just i'm like oh you're it's fine like this the idea of that is just surfacing every insecurity and now you you, you the, the the way that you think the best way you think to deal with this is just to be like nope we're just gonna avoid all of this altogether, together and just say it's you can't date an ex like if I was ever interested with them they off limits <laughs> I'm like no because at the end of the day you need to be working through that stuff I'm not saying you need to be triggering it through letting your friends date your exes but I'm just saying Ugh. so I, I agree I still let's say I agree with you maybe the blanket answer is not absolutely, because that's what I said in the video. When when I was asked the question, my answer was absolutely, but maybe absolutely should be, maybe, I don't know. I'm still on absolutely. I don't see what the issue is.
1: But you, to you. you no, that's not true though, because you said if he's a jerk, then he's continuing to be a jerk. Then that might be a reason why you would say no. And yes, so then your answer is not absolutely.
0: it is it uh, yeah okay all
1: right. I'm all just right. saying. You said no. that I didn't
0: say that. <laughs> Until you're yes, I hear what you're saying, but that to me is if the if I I would say it's fine. It would I would just say yes to the question because I do not ascribe to this mentality or rule for rule's sake that oh there, it's just a hard rule that friends can't date exes. Like I just think the idea of the rule is stupid. So I would say absolutely not to the rule just being the rule. But if we're just if we're gonna have a conversation about all of the different scenarios and flesh sure maybe maybe there are scenarios where this wouldn't be the best case scenario but for the rule's sake i do not ascribe to the to the idea that that should be a rule in people's relationship dynamics Ugh, you're right maybe the answer is maybe okay second topic can men and women be friends yes no <laughs> no and i'm I not i'm not on, on a maybe here. I'm not on a maybe, or maybe not on this. I'm just like, no, they can't. They can be other things, but I would not. <laughs> I mean, and this is the thing. Maybe it's probably... The, I don't like maybes. Maybes is like a backdoor answers. Like, it's just too
1: many... <sighs> everything is not I as simple say no as a black and white you, yes or no, though.
0: I know, I know. And you already know that I'm very extreme in everything well, that correct. I do. <laughs> but... I'm also not on the, oh, it's just gray. Everything is just gray. Like just gray, like I'm not there. So if someone would ask me, can men and women be friends? I would say no. Would I be willing to play out several scenarios? Like, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, if a man and a woman, again, who are healthy, wanted to call themselves friends and had expectations and boundaries and healthy lines of communication, and all that good stuff. Sure, absolutely call yourself friends. But if a person is asking me for the sake of some type of guidance, in how they should interact with a guy, I would say no. If a person is not looking at me for like guidance and instruction on how to interact with a man, because they have already established what those boundaries and uh, expectations should be, and they are c- like comfortable with expressing what those things are and calling out elephants in the room, like if they're healthy, like healthy, healthy, and are walking this thing out, then I would be like, oh, I mean, sure. Like, just make sure y'all are on the same page. Like, I would trust that person and do the work to make sure that they need to be, I mean, that things are being communicated to help them be friends. However, when people ask me that question, they're they're asking with this whole backstory of, well, we was together, we're not together no more. Can we be friends? No. He your brother. <laughs> because you trying to figure out what the difference between boyfriend and friend is, is going to be harder than you trying to figure out the difference between boyfriend and brother is you get what I mean or when a person's like oh well I think I like him, but I'm not sure I'm like, him. like they haven't actually dated they were never together but there's this like kind of interest there and they're like so do I act like it, or do I how do I read into all this and I'm like no 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 friends. y'all bro like that's your brother because I think for what it does is it helps kind of clarify in like in a very quick easy way if I'm looking at this man as my brother there are ways that I will interact with him that do not leak into this gray area of, oh, was that platonic or romantic? Or does that mean something? Which again, is the only time this this question ever comes up is when people are confused. So to help them not be confused, I say, no. Think of your relationships with men in these categories. He's either a father figure, a brother, a son, or an authority. Like he your boss. I'm engaging you like you my boss, right? You an older man in my life. Like I look to you kind of like as a father, someone who has... Like wisdom it's going to protect me like I'm looking to you for some type of potential guidance maybe then there's like a brother someone who um I would interact with in a very genuine way there's no sexual or romantic interest um I would receive your acts of kindness towards me in that way as a brother I wouldn't read into it and think whatever and if And if I ever thought that the relationship was getting to that place, I would have a clear conversation that distinguishes the difference between how I was seeing you before and what I think you're trying to communicate now. And then son thing too. If he's a younger guy or a guy that you feel like, oh, you're, you're more nurturing to him. And he's, so he don't look at that and read into, oh, she must like, nah, like I'm fine with taking care of you in a nurturing way because I look at, I look to you like a son, like you (laughs) look at you like, like a son, somebody who I could. So that's my thoughts about the whole thing. Now you tell me why you feel like that's not okay.
1: It's not that that's not okay. I just don't, I've always struggled with those being the only distinctions because I can say confidently that I do have male friends in my life. And some of them, I would, would not identify them as my brother because there's a different level of relationship that I think I would have with someone that I view as my brother versus my friend versus somebody that I review or view myself as being like romantically involved with and so um I, I we have disagreed hold on, hold on hold on hold on hold on
0: I think I would make the distinction instead of like in not the authority term I think it was father brother son authority it, I not even just authority, but like co-labor. So like maybe a coworker, or something like, oh, we have this common thing, like this thing in common, our jobs, right? We uh, There's a sense of belonging that we both belong to the same type of thing. So somebody you do Zumba with, somebody you go to work with, somebody you share. We, we both go to church, you know. but maybe the intimacy of a brother is not there, but there's this thing that you guys both share together. Then I think that that also counts. Is that what you're saying? You're saying no. it's still different than that? Okay. Well, no. No. Um, keep explaining, please.
1: Well, because I mean, maybe some of them evolved in that kind of way. Like I can think about college friends that I have that we just all would just all the black people at the school I went to would kick it together, we'd meet up in the multicultural center and then we'd go do whatever. And so there are some of those people that I still keep in contact with, still have a relationship with I wouldn't say that I see my relationship with them as brothers, though, because when I think about them in contrast to people that I call brother in my life, it's still very Mm -hmm. different. There are things Mm -hmm. that I will talk to my brothers about that I might not talk to my male friends about. Mm -hmm. And so, but they're also not like fathers or authorities or they're just people I know that I've built relationship with over the years and like they cool people. Like, I have female friends. Here's here's what I struggle with, and this creates a whole nother layer or something that we probably won't get into today. Okay. Um, but, so, if, if this is what we're saying about relationships, this only assumes... <laughs> this will be very controversial. I'm a little hesitant to bring it up, but for the sake of devil's advocate, like, this assumes that there's opposite-sex attraction and does not address the same-sex attractions that could arise between, like, a woman and a woman. And so then something for a later date for us to think about and discuss is, like, well, how how do we address those kinds of scenarios? Because we're only speaking about this under the assumption that someone... Is attracted to someone of the opposite sex and there are these gray lines that can be created by calling yourself a friend with someone of the opposite sex where there could be an attraction or a romantic feelings that begin to evolve and i'm not even though i'm saying yes i believe men and women can be friends i do believe that those lines can be blurred and can be crossed if people are not careful So I am not taking the stance of like, oh, men and women can always be friends and there is never anything to worry about. I'm not on that bandwagon because I have Mm -hmm. seen that happen. I do think it requires some intentionality and some honesty. And even, let's say for example, like if I found myself becoming attracted to one of my male friends, I may not go have that conversation with him But I might need to have that conversation with someone that's really close to me in my circle, like one of my close girlfriends, and say, hey, here's what's happening. I need to talk about this. I need to bring somebody else into this. Not necessarily I need to run and talk to him about it. Because I think sometimes people may think that, well, like, okay, if I find it, does the conversation need to be had with that person? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. It might be better served to have with someone that... Like you believe has your best interest at heart and can kind of help you talk through and think about and process maybe your blind spots or things you need to consider or maybe boundaries Mm -hmm. that you need to establish if that does become an issue at some point.
0: I agree. I think, I mean, I think I agree with you that men and women can be friends if both people, if all of these other things are in place. They're healthy. They have healthy lines of communication. They're clear on their boundaries and expectations. All those things. Again, I just say that typically when I'm asked that question, it's clear from the question in the scenario planted that there is confusion Mm -hmm. about what interaction should look like. So I usually am just like, no, that's not what we're thinking about because you're not even in a place to have a conversation about expectations because you ain't got none. You get what I mean? And if you were my friend who said, hey, I'm friends with this guy, but, that's starting to get blurry like what needs to happen if i would ask you a series of questions saying are you interested in him like do you know that he's interested in you uh what for you is triggering these feelings Mm -hmm. okay i would ask you a ton of questions and then i would suggest probably that your interactions with him look more like someone who you would interact with that was strictly platonic You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because, and especially if you weren't trying to have that conversation with him. Because then I would suggest it could be very possible that if you don't change your behavior, that he will continue to interact with you in this way, which is going to continue to lead you down a place of feeling like, oh, I think I'm in a place. You get what I mean? Like, so, so no, it's, it's not this hard fast. Yes. No, it's not a hill I'm going to die on, but it is a very practical hill that I, is ascribe the word like I ascribe to because like a school of thought, because people often can't orient themselves in the middle of scenarios like that once their feelings get involved. And so I'm trying right. to make it very simple, very plain for people in regard to your conversation about same sex. Wait, wait, wait,
1: before you go to that. So I think the other thing I would add there is that I think people have to be mindful and aware as they're engaging though. So like, if I'm hanging out with one of my guy friends, I'm not doing something with them that I would be doing with somebody that like I'm, I'm romantically interested in or that would be Honey, my boyfriend. Mm-mm. And I think no, no, no.
0: Exception. That's the exception. Cause you like you might be. What do you say? What do you mean when you say that? Cause you I'm,
1: might not be like I'm gonna, laying all over I'm them. I'm gonna come back to that. Um, and so I think I think sometimes what happens is. I think part of the reason you land on the side of no is because what you've seen and heard and experienced is like people using this word friend and I, I'm using air quotes because they're trying to use that title because there's not like a boyfriend title. Um, and they're trying to distinguish or figure out like, what do I call this thing Mm -hmm. versus like, like I think about like, my my male friends from college. Like, we might meet up at Starbucks and catch up on what's been going on in life and be like, all right, that's cool. Praise the Lord. Or we might hang out a whole big group of us, a group of friends, or I might have a party and invite men and women both to come. Um, but, like, I'm guys that are, like, my male friends, I'm not going over to their house to, like, kick it and watch the movies and stuff like that. Like, that's for me But again I get to determine What my boundaries are And I control Raffiné
0: <laughs> I was going to say All of that is just Really super relative Because let me tell you Who's going to be Saucing people At the Starbucks People no, <laughs> no, talking no, myself. No, no, no. Ain't nothing going down Like this is a platonic scenario. I'm like nah Boys be out here With lingered eye contact Giving each other the eyes It's a vibe Like in the world In the world of 2000 and 19 where situationships and vibes and all this I don't, this. I
1: don't want you to tell me either I'm under, And I don't I'm want to tell
0: you All I'm saying is There's such ambiguity around certain terms That I do cre- think creates space for people to just Push envelopes around stuff And then like you said hide under the wheel Well we just friends What the heck does that mean? Because if you said well he just my brother I would know. Exa- I would have some, some clear expectations for what the heck that means. Because if you was telling me. That you was laying all up on your brother. You know what I'm saying. Like at his house. At 2 a.m. Watching a movie. Then I'm like. You might be more than brothers. And even some people. In the space of friendship. Would be like. Oh that might be friends with benefits. Or that might be like. bay, Like you just say. Or that might be. Doesn't necessarily mean you all together. But there is a term that maybe says. That our relationship can exist. With some sense of like. Romantic edginess, but we not actually having sex so again it, <laughs> i'm just i'm just it's it's hard and i'm and i'm i let me just say this because it could come off like oh KB she's whatever, and she's married. Listen, I have failed at this in every way you can possibly think of, <laughs> like not knowing exactly how to engage people that I care about well um I failed at that a lot. I've created, created blurred lines and relationships a lot. I've led people to believe certain things that are not true a lot. And so this is coming from someone who may, who herself has needed just clear, fast, hard, like, Hey, this is okay. This is not okay. Um, with room for like conviction and you know what I'm saying? Like different people's, you know what I'm saying? Like preference, you know, like to be, to be fluid as well. So I'm 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 just I'm speaking in love because I, I just feel like I've I've heard a lot of people I've seen a lot of people hurt other people um just because there's not this or like no they're not oriented and like I don't have a clear understanding about where I'm at where the other person at what I'm communicating what I feel like they're communicating and I don't feel the freedom to talk about it and to call it out and to work through it without it getting awkward and weird and now we gotta stop talking you get what I mean so I just want people to be healthy to your point about the same sex stuff, that is a whole nother conversation for another day, but I do think that that's a thing as well as women are trying to figure out in 2019 what it looks like to um, do life vulnerably with other women and to be exposed on deep levels and to share and what happens when attraction creeps in, what happens when, like what to do with that and how to navigate all that. I think that that is a whole, a whole nother thing um, that I would love to speak about. In another episode So go ahead and bookmark that Not necessarily next week (laughs) But But maybe I mean Hey you know we got stuff on the docket this season With guests and All kinds of things uh, Each week for y'all Sunday at noon So you got anything else to say About About the can men and women be friends Anything you want to bookend with Um
1: I will say that I've had personal experience with trying to be in a opposite sex friendship and it like not going well because there were not clear lines and definitions about stuff and what was going on. So although I land on this side of like, yes, men and women can be friends, I have been in scenarios where it's not gone well and I think part of of that process, like I was saying, it's just being able to be honest mm-hmm. with yourself and somebody else about where you are. Because I think trying to kid yourself and say, oh, no, I'm not. Like if you find yourself being attracted to someone, trying to kid yourself and saying, oh, no, I'm not attracted. That's not helpful. Mm-mm. And and I can speak from personal experience trying to act like I was somewhere where I was not. And finding that was causing more unsettling feelings than being helpful and yeah. so yeah. Uh, for me i think it was important to find safe space to be able to talk about that stuff and to oh, allow myself to be asked questions by the people that i believe really did care about me and not feeling the need or the pressure to lie or kid to them or to myself yeah. and more to myself more than other people because i i think my personality style can try to kid myself into believing something or trying to be somewhere that I'm not and I think I've gotten better at that over the years and and ultimately I think it's important for people to think through like what's the motivation in me believing what it is that I believe because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it doesn't matter if you ascribe to my belief or KB's belief really like can you understand for yourself why you're landing where you're landing and be able to like flesh it out not for the sake of like proving your point but really just helping yourself to see maybe some of my stance is motivated in fear about something or is motivated in some kind of resentment or some anger or some hurt or um, some fear of the unknown or wanting to be in control or whatever like just being able to identify that's not really the word I want to use but it's the one that's coming to mind right now identify where those thoughts and perspectives are coming from because we all filter life through a different lens and those things kind of guide our decision making a lot of times
0: that's good that's really really good Um, well right, beautiful people thank y'all so much for tuning in to this episode of heart convos where we talked about if men and women can be friends and if your friends should date your exes (laughs) listen um we disagree but we both agree there is a maybe in both scenarios so i'm very proud of us we've come a long way because we've been disagreeing for like eight years oh my gosh (laughs) about the issue um so anyway all right well um i'm trying to think in end the show you're supposed Some things to I tell say. them
1: about cyber monday yes and
0: let me tell you if you're listening to this um sunday or monday then you can go to heart combos sunday
1: december the first sunday december the first
0: late. oh you right <laughs> it's sunday ain't no sale up long day Right, okay, so in honor of Black Friday weekend, I have merch, physical merch on sale at my store online. However, and none of it is discounted because that's not how I do merch. I am not here for uh, selling merch that I didn't sell all year for like 10 and 15 bucks. I just make merch and it sells and I do small batches, okay? So I don't have a bunch of overstock to sell y'all for 10 or 15 bucks. However, you can go online and buy the merch that is available right now. And if you do pay full price for anything on there, you will get an entire Holiday Heart Combos course for free. And so if you're needing... An additional boost of encouragement this holiday season to have intentional conversations with your family and friends you want to get that so you can go buy something for $25 something for $45 and get a whole full-blown course with it also on Cyber Monday I will be making my $27 friendship challenge available to the world for seven whole Dollars. So if you and a friend or a group of friends want to get together and sign up for the 14-day friendship challenge, you can do that as well this Cyber Monday. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Rafi, you got anything else you want to say?
1: Peace.
0: Peace? Bet. Well, as always, I need y'all to remember, it is not a hard conversation. It is a hard conversation. We will see you guys next Sunday at noon. We love y'all. Bye Peace. Bye-bye.